Disclaimer, Joss, Jules, and Nevermore are not professional therapists. They will be sharing their personal experiences and advice, but this is in no way a substitute for professional help. There is also a good chance of swearing, tears, and triggering conversations, so listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Slaying Demons, a podcast about facing your fears in life and being the best version of yourself. I am your host, Jocelyn, and joining me right now is Jules, and Nevermore was here, but she just... Oh, there she is. She's back. Yay! Nevermore is back! Yay! (laughs) Sorry. Like, as we started, I, like, looked over and I was like, the door is bolted twice. I'm like, Ben will never be able to get in the door. (laughs) I had to sneak away to make sure that he could get in. Because it's hot outside. I don't think he'd want to The look on your face was like (laughs) this moment of realization of what you had done. And as soon as Jocelyn goes, disclaimer. (laughs) It's like. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That is the, that is the epitome of our relationship, of our friendship. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, we did not record last week. It was the 4th of July. And uh, the week before that, we were at Nerdtacular. So that is what we we're going to be talking to- about tonight. We we're going to talk about any demons that we have that we may have either overcome or faced while at the conference. Um, we had a great time. I know I got to spend a whole ton of time with Nevermore because we shared a room. So I got to see her quite a lot. Uh, Jules, I got to spend some time with you too, which was amazing. But um, I don't know about you guys. Did it like absolutely fly by for you too? I felt like it flew by and I didn't see half the people I normally see. Yes, it, <laughs> it was like, really quick. And mm-hmm. um, but I think it was that there was just there were so many people that I like I was like, I want to see this person. I want to see this person. And then and then like we blinked and it was over. Yes. And I was like, oh, oh OK. All right. (laughs) Which was really weird because I know both Nevermore and I, we had the same length of trip and we added a couple of days on, like we got there on Tuesday and the conference started on Thursday and then we left on Monday and the conference ended on Saturday. So we had like a couple of days on either side and it still felt too short. (laughs) It's, it's, it's nice. It was nice to be away. It was nice to be out of like normal routine and that kind of thing. Um, and, and I think that's kind of what it was, but we were all busy it like in different things that we were doing, we were all busy. And so maybe that's kind of why. Yeah, it could be. I know. Um, so for me, like feeling like I didn't actually get to see and spend a lot of time with people, I think may have been a little bit because for some reason, and I don't know if it's because like, it's something that's developing as I'm getting older or what, but I feel like my level of social anxiety now is like way up here where it used to be kind of like down here. Like I've never been um, an overly outgoing kind of a person. I don't generally like crowds. The whole idea of me going somewhere like Intertacular or a BlizzCon where people recognize me and are excited to meet me and stuff is this like weird twilight zone thing to me. So it's never, it's, I'm not, I don't love being the center of attention. That's, that's not Mm -hmm. just my personality. So, but I feel like I used to be able to kind of deal with it and be run down, but still at least able to, to go out there and meet people and have conversations and see people that I knew from social media or, you know, whatever the case may be. But for some reason this year, I couldn't do it for more than like half an hour, an hour at a time. Like Mm -hmm. I just felt so overwhelmed, (laughs) which is really weird because I was even feeling overwhelmed and anxious about meeting people like um, the Spags or, you know, like Sam, Jane and Randy and like people that I consider to be 
friends that I talked mm-hmm. to quite often. But even that, it was just, it was exhausting. And it was such a weird experience. Yeah. I think for you, though, like, because of everything you had going on before, like, your Jocelyn tank was like, <laughs> Agreed. Where, like, even with people you love, like, you don't have that to give them, like, other than, like, maybe a hug and a high. You know what I mean? Like, you just, you, you guys have so much on your plate that it was just a vacation for you. And like, yes, you're doing, you know, you're, you're representing angry chicken and cameras in and slain demons and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you're a human. <laughs> you guys went through a lot of stress right before you got there and you didn't feel good of a lot of rivals. So, Oh my God. Yes. That's something else that, I mean, it, this throws back to, I don't even remember probably like episode 17 or 18 or something when Jules was talking about, um, health issues and, and not necessarily wanting to go to the doctor. Um, so I've mentioned a couple of times on the show that I've had some sort of like stomach issue. And after a few more episodes for a while, I thought it was tied to stress because you're right. I had a, an attack, um, shortly after we put the offer in on the house, um, mm-hmm. but I had another attack, uh, the first night that I was at Nertacular just before Nevermore got there and it's so bad that like, <laughs> and like now I know a little bit better about the symptoms and how the attacks kind of happen and then like how they progress and how long it takes to get over them. Um, then I'm, I'm 99.9% sure now that I know that it's my gallbladder. So mm-hmm. I kind of adjusted my diet over the course of the trip and I made sure that I was basically eating vegetarian <laughs> because yeah. like they're, the triggers for the attacks are, you know, lots of sugar, uh, red meat, um, you know, that kind of like just hard to digest meals, anything that's a really, really big meal. So I was eating, you know, like tiny little portions of things and that helped. I didn't have any more attacks for the whole time. But I mean, that first night was so bad. I was like on the hotel room bathroom floor just before Nevermore got there. And I was like, I was throwing up so much. I was in so much pain. I couldn't stand up. I couldn't lie down. I couldn't sit down. Nothing made it feel better. And I was just like, if we, if we hadn't been in the States, I would have been calling an ambulance and going to the hospital. But I was like, we're in the States. So we just bought a house. I can't go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and like we got in really, really, really late because we drove like 10 something hours and we left late. So by the time we got there, like we knew they might be in bed, but like I'm picturing like previous years at BlizzCon, like we picked Joss up at the airport. We're like slow-mo running towards each other. So I'm like waiting for the door to open to like see Jocelyn. I'm so excited. And like Matt slowly opens the door and he's like, yeah, (laughs) she doesn't feel good at all. And like we walked in and I was like, oh, Jocelyn. (laughs) I was like super pit, like more pale than this. If you can even picture that, like super pale laying in bed under the covers. And I was just like, all right, I've been puking for an hour. Um, The pain's just starting to go away. So hi, guys. But um, probably no hugs tonight. Sorry. (laughs) Like I just felt so bad. So you're I had told totally forgotten that that even happened the first night yeah um, and then ben went on the epic adventure to go find you gatorade and like yes. all the machines were sold out so he finally had to go to the front desk to get one. Oh yeah that was really really funny ben was a hero that night oh my god he loves you he wants yeah. to make sure you stay alive yeah most definitely <laughs> but to, yeah to get back to your point though nevermore i think you might be right is that i just had so much other stuff going on and and the super awesome thing about Nertacular, but then also, you know, one of the I guess worst things about Nertacular is that we are all in one place. We're all at one resort. Everyone knows everyone, which means yeah. that if I just want to go have dinner with Jules, that's really, really hard to do. And I think that that might be part of why I wasn't even necessarily jumping at the chance to like in some at some points leave the room <laughs> because yep. it's like. As soon as I walk out of the, you know, my little sanctuary place, which a few times during the week wasn't even a sanctuary place. Like I walk into the room and there's like 20 people in there and I'm like, hey, that was once and I was kind of waiting for them to leave too. I was like, hey guys, there's stuff to do. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You guys are like Grand Central Station for a while. (laughs) 
it was just kind of that one time for the most part like it was mostly just us and like yeah. i think just them needing to be in the room ben and i are like Psh, like we don't care like we understand <laughs> like i would want to sit and just do nothing too so yeah, yeah. but then yeah. like so to have that like just the time getting from like my room to wherever i was going oftentimes I would be late for things or whatever because I just get stopped, you know, like the elevator door is open and then you have to say hi and have a conversation and then you go down the elevator and then they come out and then you have to say hi and have a conversation and you have 18 conversations by the time you get down to the restaurant. And then I'm just like, I sit down with Jules and I'm like, okay, I need to go back to my room. I need to recharge. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is a new feeling for me. I feel like in the past, I very much like, I don't know, pushed through it, sucked it up, I don't know, something. But I had a lot of people, Scott included, being like, I feel like I haven't seen you at all this weekend. And I'm like, I know, I've definitely been hiding in my room more than I used to or more than I have in the past. Um, And so, yeah, Nevermore, your point about everything uh, between the the house purchase and everything else and then the gallbladder attack on the Tuesday night, I think you're right. I might have just not had a lot left in the tank. from country to country. (laughs) Travel actually was not that bad this time. We are from now on in any event we go to flying direct. (laughs) We flew direct from Toronto to Salt Lake City. It was an extra like... 25 bucks or something and i was like (laughs) so worth it we had a four-hour flight and we basically just like went through security got on the plane and then we were in salt lake city and we didn't have to worry about any of other customs we didn't have to worry about any connections like i was so relaxed on the plane because i was like even if we get delayed by 10 hours it doesn't matter because i don't need to get another connection like yes. <laughs> it was so much better <laughs> but uh, but yeah between all the house stuff and everything that was going on the week before and trying to record and post and do everything i had to do before we left on top of all the house things and then with the attack i think yeah it was I was just, I didn't have a lot left at the start of the con. And I think that was probably part of the problem. But I also think part of the problem, and I loved having him there so, so much. But I really think having Matt there uh, was definitely kind of a crutch for me. Because, like, the thing about Matt, and if anyone has met him and if anyone has seen us together... I fucking love that guy so much. (laughs) We have so, so much fun together. I don't ever feel the need to be away from him. I don't ever feel the need to have any kind of space. Like what I want to do is usually what he wants to do. And what he wants to do is usually what I want to do. And, you know, so like I didn't feel like I needed to, um, to get away or branch out. Like he was my social circle and he was like my, safe space away from my room (laughs) like he was my oasis if I didn't want to talk to to other people I could have a conversation with him and then a lot of times I feel like because he is my significant other people would see me talking to him and be like "Ooh, maybe I shouldn't interrupt that conversation because it might be you know important or private or whatever there's like I feel like people are much more likely to interrupt a conversation that they see between friends as opposed to a conversation that they see between like family members so he was like, he was everything. He is everything, but he, he was everything for me. So um, I, I feel like that was also a little bit of a crutch to have him there because then it's like, if I'm like, oh, I kind of just want to stay in the room and watch this Game of Thrones marathon. And he's like, that was another That's terrible thing. Amazing. Game of Thrones started from season one, episode one, yeah. and just kept going. So like, we all literally had to turn the TV off after an episode if we wanted to accomplish or go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I'm just going to throw on the TV like as like background noise. Oh, wait, Game of Thrones is on. I haven't seen this episode in years. It's my favorite. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So um, I I think that um, that probably contributed. And like, it's not a bad thing. I am super, super lucky that I have a person like that in my life. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing. This is very much like, oh, Jaws, we feel so bad for you with your like super happy, (laughs) perfect relationship. Like, (laughs) boo hoo. (laughs) But it's really cute, you guys, for like rooming with them multiple times. It's really, really cute. (laughs) it's pretty awesome like (laughs) um you know and i think the 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 introvert thing where your energy is spent by interacting with people you know if you go into something like this not feeling like you're fully into it like totally like 
I am dying to talk to a bazillion people, then it, it can be really tough, mm-hmm. you know? I I had the opposite thing of that, of when I got home, I was so fucking tired. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> the whole week last week, I felt like everything was a chore. Like, mm. every every brain thing I had to do. <laughs> every brain thing, thinking with stuff problems. Right? I was yeah. just like, and I'm like, I don't want to do any work. I have to work, but I, can't, I don't want to do any work. And I just want to sleep all day because I'm <laughs> fucking tired. <laughs> like, um, but I spent it all there. Like, I know mm-hmm. I did. And that that's what happens, you it's know. We because... made you work. <laughs> we made Jules make You got to work, money. bitch. <laughs> Nobody made me work. I just realized something else in this whole process is that I don't know how to relax. Mm. I don't know how to shut down because, um, and, and that was the thing. Like, I was just like, either I'm tired and I don't want to work and I'm just like, oh, or I'm like, I go, go, go girl, let's go, you know, like work hard and get it done. And so I'm, I'm worried. I may have reprogrammed my brain to be like a constant. And it's, maybe it's eating dinner at six now, guys. Right. <laughs> I think I did tonight. I think I did tonight. (laughs) Now that you mentioned that. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it was the opposite thing. I was just super, super, super tired, but kept pushing through, Mm -hmm. you know, kept pushing through. And um, but it was a it was a good kind of tired because it it was a different experience that I normally had had where I was working at a con, but I was doing something that. That was, uh, you know, crafting versus, in, you know, I, I was still interacting with a ton of people, but in a different capacity. And it mm-hmm. was just like, it was kind of addicting. I'm like, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I can't stop. Can't stop. There's people who want more stuff. And I would put stuff on the table. I'd make stuff and I'd lay it down and they'd sell. And I'm like, got to make more stuff. And I, she's like, I think I'm done for today. And then she sells stuff. She's like, I guess I could make more of this. And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> They were totally making fun of me for like, yeah, you're not done. Yeah, because if anybody yeah. missed previous episodes, Jules and I both vended at Nerdtacular for the two days that were the actual con. Like we were there before and after extra days, but we had a table where we shared space, so we were busy the majority of the day from like yeah. like nine till six or whatever. That was our vending time. So it was great though because I got a lot. I got to spend so much time with Nevermore and it, that was awesome mm-hmm. until um, I had to go up to the room because I needed to recharge because I felt yeah. really sick yep. <laughs> that's the thing though and you, then you've got you know, all the stuff on top of that and altitude changes which yeah. are real you know coming real. from a valley <laughs> and a desert <laughs> <laughs> and I felt it the day after we got there and I felt it the day after I got home mm-hmm. so yeah um but Nertacular for me, I think the only thing that's that that I'm still trying to work on is that I tend to be the center of a lot of what people I tend to be the person that everybody comes to to make plans mm. or like meals and I things know, like Jules that left me out. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. And this is the and that is the thing that I want to exa- actually talk about. <laughs> Because I had someone come up to me on one of those nights and say, um, we want to go to the, sp- the steak pit for dinner. And I'm like, okay. And then who wants to go? And then they start naming names. And then there's people who are coming, what are we doing for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know. I think we're doing this. And then there's more people that come by and say, what are we doing for dinner? And they're asking me. So I send someone, I think it was uh, Eric. I sent Eric to go call for a reservation. And I said, I can't go do this. Could you could you do this? And he's like, yes. And they tell me 12 maximum. That's the only amount of people maximum they can they could accommodate. And I'm like, shit, because if that's what happens is that somebody's going to get left out. Mm-hmm. It's like this first come first serve thing. And then I've, I it happened to me like two or three times where we had like a huge group and then I'm like and someone just sends me a message like as we're about to go there, it says, what are we doing for dinner? And I'm like. Um, and, and I feel terrible. And that is one issue I find with that specific venue is that they are a kind of ski resort. They're, they're a getaway. They're not necessarily 
built for conferences necessarily, um, unless you're doing some like big catered, like buffet style type dinner. I'm sure they do that very, very well because every time they set up for, you know, the, the board game night at the end of the con, they turn that room over and put those wedding tables out like that. <laughs> so I am sure that they can do uh, like buffet style catered dinners very, very well. But in terms of like having a conference there for the weekend, just relying on their restaurants, they are not good at big groups. Anything over well, about six turning is, over like they're yeah. not like Chili's where it's like get tables in yeah. and out. You're only there to eat for 30 minutes. It's like people want to sit and it's like, because you're paying more for the food, like it's an atmosphere. You have this mm-hmm. gorgeous like view yeah. almost at any restaurant and you're sitting there having and spending quality time with people. So they're not trying to force you out, mm-hmm. which is also yeah. part of it too, is it doesn't turn over. But if there was an issue, like I would have said something a long time ago and we know that that's how it is. So yeah. like, and plus yeah. I can't afford the freaking steak place. Like we could have, but I was like, that's a little much for our budget. So yeah. it kind of worked out well. I mean, like if there was room, we would go to spend time with you guys. Like yeah. that to me, value wise is worth paying for it. But we totally I have also got to so. say, like, I am 99% sure that the prices at that place went up, if not double, at least an extra 10 to 15 bucks a plate when they apparently Snowbird was sold to a new um, owner. And oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because um, we, uh, I had gone to, usually I do it once once a trip, is go down to the steak pit. They have really, really Me good too. food, but it's a little more pricey. And if it had been anyone other than you, Jules, I would have just been like, you know what? Thanks, guys, but we're going to go find somewhere else to eat because it was almost 50 bucks a plate. 50 bucks American <laughs> a plate. Yeah, which is and a it, was, lot. It, it surprised me, too, because I I remembered it not being that expensive the last yeah. time we went. I remember and, it being so, like 25 or 30 bucks a plate, and I was kind of right. like, you know, that's doable. And then I sat down, and of course, Matt and I, again, just coming off, putting the offer in on the house, and we kind of sat down, and I looked at the menu, and I looked at him, and I went... It's Jules. <laughs> I this know. is our one. I, Everybody gets one. I know. I know. And it, it just, so there, there were, there was just things like that, that just were difficult. You know, it was like this, 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 uh, spending extra money, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And, um, I don't know. So I think that's the hardest thing. And it's, and it happens at BlizzCon too. It happens. Yeah. I feel you know, like where... BlizzCon is way more, it's over. Like, it's oh, yeah. constant like go like you don't even though it's still a vacation like it doesn't feel as much like a vacation as nerdtacular just did like it just feels like you're constantly especially for you Jules where you're running an event like I don't even know how you do that like to me it just feels overwhelming already so yeah well that's kind of a lot of coffee (laughs) (laughs) I never ever feel like any of these conventions are actually vacations I'm always recording at least one podcast. Um, usually in, in previous years, I've been on additional panels. This year I did the All-Stars and the and the opening panel. And uh, at BlizzCon, we always have uh, not only a live angry chicken, but then we usually have the uh, con before the storm that we do. Plus we have our meetup that I organize. And then on top of all of that, we have the actual Hearthstone coverage. And, and you know, coming up this year, I'll have the Warcraft coverage, too, because we're doing four Azeroth now, too. So, you know, there there is no actual vacation in those vacations. I'm actually next week, uh, <laughs> there won't be a show because uh, I'm actually going to be up at my cottage with no internet. <laughs> and I'm going for a whole week. And it's the first Yay! time I've had a vacation pretty much since I went to Europe in 2011. So, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, like I... I these things are not vacations to me. They are kind of started out probably maybe the first, the first year of Nurtacular before, uh, like when we were, what the first, when I met you, Jules was actually mm-hmm. probably the last. So 2012, June of 2012 was probably the last like vacation vacation. <laughs> and, uh, it's, yeah. it's a lot of work. It's hard. It's, it's exhausting. And yeah, going into it being already exhausted was a mistake, <laughs> yeah. an unavoidable yeah. one. But yeah, that that's probably why I was so tired this whole time. It makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. it And you know what? There's no need to apologize for that. You still, you know, you still met with people. You took pictures. You signed things. People had a great experience playing games with you. It's, you know, you are entitled to have some time where it's just, you know, you and Matt hanging out watching Game of Thrones in the hotel room. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's uh, okay. 
And speaking of pictures, because this was this has been a huge demon for me pretty much since CreateCon uh, last year, and it's been something that we've talked talked about on the show quite a lot. Um, I made really big life changes in order to make it so that I liked myself in pictures, and I am quite happy with the majority of pictures coming out of uh, Nurtacular, which um, by the time I actually went to Nurtacular. I was down almost 20 pounds from CreateCon. So, uh, yeah, really, really big, awesome changes. Um, my shorts don't fit anymore. They're too big, <laughs> which is yes. awkward for walking around the house because I'll be walking around and all of a sudden I'm like, my underwear is hanging out. Sorry, <laughs> Leanne. <laughs> but it's too hot right now for me to wear pants. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. I still, there's still like kind of a lot of weight to go, but I let myself kind of eat whatever I wanted on vacation. Although eating whatever I wanted was then kind of thwarted by the stomach issues but um since I've been back I've been just eating whatever I wanted and bananas gone back up a couple food. pounds Did I have bananas I, I like hate bananas, bananas. <laughs> It was so funny <laughs> yeah so we went out um we went out for pancakes on like the first morning we were all there together and one of the things I'm supposed to have is like high fiber whole wheats fruits and vegetables really really good so uh, I'm looking at the menu at IHOP and everything is like birthday cake pancakes. Like, <laughs> that's yes. what we both wanted to order at <laughs> So I'm looking at the menu and I'm like, oh, all of these things sound so good, but I should probably just have banana pancakes because bananas are good for me. And then so I'm sitting there all sad at the <laughs> pancake place thinking I have to have bananas. And I just look up and never more and go, I'm going to have banana pancakes. I hate bananas. <laughs> and she's like, why are you having bananas then? Yeah. <laughs> because my stomach told me to. <laughs> I'm listening to my stomach. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I think um, I'm going to obviously with us, you know, having this big, huge purchase that I've mentioned like 18,000 times tonight. Um, we are very closely watching our money and stuff. So we're going to be continuing to cook at home and continue to cook well and and you know i've had since we came back like i had a chocolate bar and i had a couple of bags i had like sour patch kids and i had swedish berries and i was like i don't even care sugar blah. and then i was like this stuff doesn't taste as great anymore and i'm not actually enjoying this experience so i'm kind of fine without all of the sugar so i think i'm just gonna stick on the low sugar diet and uh it's nice to have the wine back, though. And I have to drink wine for my health because the acidity of red wine helps break down gallstones. So <laughs> I have Listen to drink to wine stomach, for God my health. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I think um, the changes that I made uh, were drastic at the time, but I think are going to be much better for me overall. And I'm looking forward to continuing to actually enjoy the pictures of myself because, like I said, there there are quite a few that I'm, I'm really happy with. Like, I... After CreateCon, every single picture that was posted, whether it was me up on a panel or if it was me with fans or, or whatever the case may be, I just like I looked at it and I'm like, remove tag. I hate this. I look disgusting. I'm not happy. And then every single picture that came in, <laughs> with the exception of the producer photo. <laughs> okay, guys. Oh, the producer photo. <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> so let me give you a little bit of what was going on in my head when we were taking that photo. So there's a big, huge group photo of all the producers. I was standing next to Scott. It was awesome. And all I was thinking was all the things that I'd read uh, back at Easter when Matt and I were doing family photos of like how not to look fat in pictures. And so it was like, never look straight at the camera, always be a little bit to the side and, you know, keep your back straight, but don't push your boobs out too much. And, you know, like, so it's very much like I was trying to kind of like not have my not be square onto the camera and trying to turn a little bit. And then the couch was behind me. So I was like, oh, I'll put my arm on the couch behind me. And then that will remind me to not have my shoulders square at the camera. So I had my hand on the couch behind me. And if you look in the picture, it looks like I'm grabbing Scott's ass. It totally looks like you're yeah, like not even like it, yeah. I swear to God, I am not. But yeah, and the internet <laughs> saw this. Yes, 
And that was pretty damn funny. And, and Randy Jordan was standing right behind me, so he was supposed to be my alibi. And then the first comment he makes is, Joss, looks like you're grabbing Scott's ass. I was like, no, Randy, you can he see. He doesn't make things better. If it's no. inappropriate, it's gone. He's going with it. Yeah, so well, uh, moral of the story, the be joke. yourself. Don't pay attention to how not to be fat in photographs like the internet tells you. Just... Be yourself, because there's lots of other photos where I wasn't thinking about it, and I don't look like I'm grabbing any ass. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh god, it's so bad. But you know what, though, you looked fantastic. You did. You looked so beautiful at Nerdtacular, and you could tell that you were happier, more comfortable in your own skin. And it, Aww, it really shows. You. And, you know, that is, I think, that's been a demon that has come up many times on this show. And I'm so happy that you came back saying, I feel good about how I looked in those photos. Yeah, it was, uh, it, I think it's a really big deal because it's been quite a long time since I've, um, I guess, noticed a positive change. Because, I mean, like, so I got really, really sick back in 2011. And I lost a whole lot of weight. I got down to, like, 155. And that was the lightest I'd been since I was like competitively playing varsity volleyball. And Mm -hmm. so ever since then, it's just kind of like I I gained weight back up to what would be my kind of normal weight, which is probably around 160, 165. And I got back to there and then I just kind of kept going and it just crept up and up and up. So ever since then, I have like pictures of me from 2011 where I look sick. And then I have pictures of me, you know, going, gaining weight slowly over the the period of the next five years. And so every set of pictures from every event is Jocelyn getting fatter and fatter and fatter and fatter. And so me looking at the pictures, I've been going, oh my God, like these pictures are terrible. And then the next set of pictures, oh my God, these pictures are terrible. And I've been doing that for five years. So it's a really big switch for me to look at a set of pictures and go, oh, I, I actually kind of like that one. And I'm going to make this my profile picture. And I'm going to, you know, like actually retweet this and, and share this with people. And it's been a really long time since I've been able to actually have that positive reaction and be and be wanting to share images of myself and things going on in my life because I've been so self-conscious of how I've looked in pictures. So it was, it was a really big mental shift for me this time, which, uh, yeah, it was a really, really good experience. So what about you guys? (laughs) Yeah. Nevermore. How, how was the sales uh, portion of it for you this year? My sales were actually really good. Um, I didn't sell as many of my bows, which is good because the ones I did while we were streaming, I didn't even finish. (laughs) Um, And I just got to a point where I needed to stop doing them anyway. But like my new stuff, like my earrings, I have uh, new geeky earrings that were selling really well. Um, Just some, it was that like a whole bunch of random stuff that I didn't think would sell. Like Mm -hmm. I really focused on a lot of the bows and stuff. Um, Wonder Woman bows gone like instantly, like. Those, Those Wonder Woman bows still... were so amazing. And I think that oh. was an idea for, from someone on the stream, right? It was Butt Fortress. And I owe, yes. he was at Nerdtacular too. And I ran out of him. I told him I'm going to make one for his daughter so that she gets one. So, yep, yeah. And you owe me a companion cube. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. And I owe Marcona. And he bought stuff like last minute, like as we were trying to like finish packing everything up. So I have a whole little to-do list of stuff. So that's going to be starting probably. I need to stream soon because i have another show coming up at the beginning of august but yeah, we should stream lot. on friday because friday is my birthday and i need to do a set of birthday fingernails so we should stream on friday. Ooh, it depends when because ben has art right and i get off work at a weird time so maybe right. if it was early enough before that we could do that like if i come straight home but anyway <laughs> yeah that's can, planning for another time yeah no. <laughs> But overall, uh, you had a you had a positive vending experience, though. Yes, um, Nerdtacular was the first time I ever ever vended. I forget what year it is. The year the last year it was at Noah's. Was that that was twenty twelve? Yep, twenty twelve. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. So that was the first time I ever vended. I have to find those pictures somewhere so I can share them in the chat room. But I it was like I had two tables and an L, but I had everything really spread out because I didn't have a ton of stuff. But I don't know. There was only like maybe eight to ten vendors. One of them was the remember there used to be the um 
Scott used to promote some sort of pill for energy or whatever, like forever yes. ago. That guy was there. There were some girls selling buttons. I remember so it wasn't... that. There was yeah. also the, um, there was a chef guy there too, right? I don't remember a chef guy. I remember I a remember. chef guy who was like, ah, uh, I can't remember exactly what he was, what he was doing or selling, but. I don't remember this. Hmm. Maybe it was just some random chef guy who came up to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally with the con. What do you mean? <laughs> what was he trying to sell you? <laughs> I feel like it was like HelloFresh, but not like HelloFresh. But it was that sort of idea, like of the meals delivered to your door sort of thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Back then already. Yeah. Huh. huh. No, I have no invest- idea what you're talking about, but <laughs> I remember I remember the caffeine pills, though. I remember yeah. those. Yes. Yeah. So it was, I mean, I, and I want, like, Ben asked if I was going to do it and, or if I just wanted to enjoy the con. And the thing is, it's like, while I love Scott Johnson and Randy Deluxe and all these people who are all the podcasters, produce, I listen to no one's shows, you guys. <laughs> I don't listen to TTT. I don't listen to Jocelyn shows. Like, I, Ben does Azeroth around people. I don't listen to anything, <laughs> like, at all. I'll pop into a channel and say hi and listen to for a bit. Or if TTT has something really going on, like the anxiety episode, I'll try to stay as long as I can. I just yeah. don't. It's just, I don't put it on my phone. I don't listen to it on the computer. So for me, I don't go to like sit and listen to the panels. Cause plus it's weird because we know them in a different way. Cause like Scott and Randy raid with us sometimes. So it's like, to me, I talk to them a lot. Like I gave Brian a present, but I was like, I don't want to take up your time. Cause there's like a million people waiting to talk to you. But hi, I didn't want to like waste their time, but um, you're not a waste of time. I know. And like Brian said that too. He's like, you can always come talk to me. I'm like, yeah, but there's like a herd of people like waiting (laughs) to like say something to you. And like, they paid a lot of money to come here and I talk to you at least. So it's okay. So yeah, I (laughs) I had to literally like, I had to like pin Scott down just to get a picture with him because he was so busy. And I, uh, but we get a picture together every year. To, to, it's a tradition. And so I finally caught him at like the like the like 1030 on Saturday night. I'm like, you, you are not going anywhere. We are getting a picture right now because he had like he had evaded me a couple of times because he had to go. He got mm-hmm. pulled away for something. Um, but it, it, you know, it is a very it, it's like they are so torn. I totally understand why you're like, no. I, I go do your thing. I'm I'm here and I totally get to talk to you whenever. So mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think but you, you feel like in this in this instance versus not the show the instance. Just like <laughs> in this event versus like BlizzCon, do you feel like the interaction is a little more like you see kind of these people kind of more talking in the communities versus like BlizzCon where people are just like, I listen to your show all the time and like want to say hi and stuff. Like, do you feel like you at least know people a little bit more at this event versus there? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I mean, this event is so small and that's kind of what made it so great is that, you know, 90% of the people there. And even if you don't know them, there's a good chance that either they know you or you know someone in common or you share a show or, you know, there's there's just so much common ground at an event like this. Mm-hmm. Um, at BlizzCon, it's just, it's so big. It's just so, so big. But they're not so the big. overstep the they're, boundaries yeah, people. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, I mean, you wind up seeing the same people year after year. Mm-hmm. And when there are new people that come to Nertacular, you know, it's like there's fewer of those than people that you recognize from the years past mm-hmm. and BlizzCon, man, I'm like, who are you? I've never seen you in my life. We were setting up the tables and they're like, will you sign this? And I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and Jules is like, they want you to sign it. I was like, but I don't understand. Like, my is it that weird? Like, the first time you, <laughs> yeah. The first time someone says, can you please sign this for me? You're like, um, okay i think it was 8-bit adventures i think he said his name was and i think he listens to the podcast later i don't think live but um it was just very nice like i felt very included that's the one thing i signed don't like i'm not getting like this big ass head about (laughs) my self-esteem or whatever but it was just kind of exciting like and like there was also the girl who um listened that we talked to at the meetup and then also came by the booth Mm -hmm. Um, she was so sweet like it was it was just very surreal to me like I still just I I don't know 
I can't explain it. It's the weirdest feeling. <laughs> it was it was so amazing to meet her. She was just the absolute best. And I, I said that to a, a few different people because I had a couple of people come up to me and say they're Slaying Demons fans. And a couple of people come up to me and say that they are Gamers In fans. And I even had somebody come up and say, I started listening to you on the Gamers In and that's how I found Frog Pants. I was like, are you insane? That's yes. like 18,000 <laughs> times backwards. <laughs> right? I've had people tell me that they found Jocelyn through me. And I'm like, what the what? Like, how is that possible? <laughs> Which I think is amazing, but what what is so, so cool is that we were able to be at this event together and not be, like, we were at BlizzCon together last year doing Slaying Demons, but we had literally maybe time for, like, five minutes together, all three of us in the same space, because the most time we were all together was at the CTR party, and I'm a fucking tornado there, so (laughs) you can't can't even, like, stop me, because everybody needs something, and it's awesome, but it, you know... This was time where people could actually see the three of us together. Well, and I was glad that you asked, was it you who said, let's take a picture right now? Like, it was, like, the perfect, like, the lighting, the day was, like, getting dark, and, like, we were outside on a patio with, like, the mountains behind us. It was, like, the perfect time to grab a picture, because if we hadn't done it then, we probably wouldn't have had it for the rest of the weekend. Mm -hmm. That's what always happens, is we get so busy that it just, we were together, but not. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I got the best tackle hug from these two, though. Oh, my God. When I arrived and went to their room, Jocelyn flew out of the room (laughs) and attacked me with the biggest hug ever. (laughs) And it was the best. And you know what? And it was just I was exhausted. I had been traveling since four o'clock in the morning. I was so, so tired. But I couldn't even nap because my friends were there and I needed to go see them. So she came. I tried. <laughs> but just so Joss ran and grabbed her. So I ran and grabbed her too. And we're all three hugging and so excited. And all of a sudden we feel the door shut behind us. <laughs> <laughs> and just locked us out of the room in the hallway while we were having our three way. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. And we're like, we start laughing and then, no, come on, Mia. <laughs> So, yeah, I think overall um, we had a very good time, a very positive experience. Um, Thanks so much to everybody who came up and said hi to us. Thanks so much to Scott, obviously, for putting this together. Uh, Unfortunately, it is the last one, so we don't really know 100% what the plans are going forward. But uh, the three of us will be at BlizzCon this year. So if you guys are thinking, oh, my God, where am I going to see my favorite Slaying Demons hosts? Ever together, ever again. Uh, BlizzCon I'll is sign the stuff for you. Just yeah. <laughs> She'll even sign your boob. True <laughs> story. Totally sign boobs. If people came up and asked me to sign them, I would totally sign boobs. I know you would, which is why I, I put it out there. Needed the picture of us, Jocelyn, from the earlier one, the earlier Nerdtacular to celebrate Canada Day. I wanted to retweet it, and I, I forgot. I could, yeah, I couldn't find it. That's a good picture, though. It's hilarious. I had a classic I picture. It. I was I present for it. that picture. <laughs> I'll retweet it later and I'll put it in chat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That for Canada Day because I was all excited. <laughs> and if you guys don't know what they're t- what they're talking about, there is a picture of Jocelyn wearing a beret and a tank top with the maple leaves on. Is it was a one maple leaf or n- numerous? It it's two. the it's the Canada flag. Yeah, right okay, across my boobs. Canada flag. Right across the oh, boob. just a big one? I thought it was two, like, on the... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not that bad, Nevermore. I don't have little maple leaf pasties. <laughs> but the picture is Nevermore with her mouth open towards Jocelyn's boob, and Jocelyn with her boobs stuck out. It is the funniest picture. And I was there at that table. I saw them take that picture. And that was before we were all close as friends, but it was like we knew each other, and we, we were... We knew each we other were... really well, but we weren't, like... Like we are. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, but that moment was one of the funniest things because she's like, I'm totally biting your boob. And she's like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this was the, the this was the nerdtacular where never nevermore and I really cemented our friendship because uh, we had been uh, we had plans to go have dinner so nevermore and Ben got there first and then we were really excited to see each other nevermore was sitting down I walked up behind nevermore and I was like oh my god nevermore like I was gonna give her a hug and she stood up like mouth open like hi right into my boob. <laughs> That's where, yeah, and then so she kind of stood up, and we both kind of looked at each other, and she's like, 
I just ate your boob. And I was like, yep. I actually did not know this story. Yeah, that's so great. that's where the biting the boob picture came from. That was the end of that nerdtacular where I, it was Canada Day and I was wearing my Canada shirt. And Nevermore's like, we have to immortalize the moment. And I was like, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, so that's the... Yeah, that's the backstory to the boob biting picture. People are probably really sad that we don't spend a lot more time. <laughs> <laughs> we get the too many inappropriate shenanigans. Oh my god, very very true. So I think um, that pretty much wraps up our nerdtacular experience. Uh, Jules, do you want to say anything else before we move on? Nevermore, I'm going to get to you. Don't worry, I didn't forget about you. I was just going to throw Aww. it to you after Jules. <laughs> No, I I think we kind of covered everything. Thanks to everyone who came up to say hello. Thank you for listening to Slaying Demons and telling us that you do. Um, And we're really looking forward to seeing you guys at BlizzCon if you're coming. And uh, we're just, we're looking forward to making more shows. I think that there's going to be a lot of stuff that's coming in in the next couple of months for all of us that are going to require us to be like slaying out, laying out those demons. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it's like, let's go, let's do this. I'm excited. What about you, Nevermore? Any final nerdtacular thoughts? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think we talked about the majority of things that happened. I guess. <laughs> oh. You're I mean, happy a, shout out to, a shout out to Nevermore, too, for giving me space on her craft uh, display table. Uh, without her, I wouldn't have had such success on doing that. And, uh, and really having a great time. And you better be watching your mail, by the way, this week, because there's something coming for you. <gasps> no, uh, you didn't. <laughs> oh, you guys. <laughs> I, okay, I have to tell the story about the present. Okay, so I gave Joss and Jules both a present. Jules came to the room while I was in there working on a perler okay. project because I did a commission and it took me forever. Um, but Which- Jules was sitting... If you guys haven't seen it, I'm sure Nevermore has retweeted all the pictures of it and stuff. Um, it was a commission in Perler Beads. Uh, it was a 12 by 12 of Ralphie. Um, if you guys know him, he's the guildmate who passed away last year. So uh, Nevermore did a commission for Scott. So if you haven't seen it, it is amazing. Like, it is beautiful. So uh, go check out Nevermore's Twitter and uh, and go see those pictures. But uh, sorry, working on a commission. Yeah. That's okay. So, um, and also too, we're going to eventually hopefully do, um, character pictures, like wow, character, uh, commissions. Jules told me I should start doing that. So once I make a sample, then I'll start putting out all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so I, I got both of them presents. So Jules and I were in the room together alone and I was like, here, this is for you. And she didn't know. Right. So I gave it to her. She opened it. Yay. Presents. (laughs) So then Jocelyn's like, I had hers, but when we went to target, cause we always stop at target before we go up the mountain to the ski resort. Um, and while we were shopping, like, I don't know if she noticed it. Like Matt was trying to did hide not, it. I did bag. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> cause I had to get a bag cause I was giving Brian Ibbett Coverville stuff. So I had to get a bag for all that, whatever. So while we were doing gift bags, I was like, Oh, I need something for Jocelyn's bag. So I got this one that has this bright pink unicorn, like sparkly bag. Right. So I hid it under all my stuff. I thought she saw it while we were checking out. Cause I sent Ben in front of me to like distract you. That's why he was talking to you all weird near the like, <laughs> checkout lane. Um, but anyway, so they left. The I was oblivious to why. all of this. <laughs> I, I don't remember why you guys were finally gone. It was probably, Oh, I think it was after I was finishing the commission is when I wrapped yours and got it all put together. So anyway, I specifically like before I left, like set it in front of the TV because I'm like, if it's in front of the TV, she'll notice the like bright pink unicorn bag. Jocelyn, tell everyone who you thought it was for. <laughs> well, okay, so I didn't know who it was for, but I thought if it's sitting up on the TV table like that, the maid might think. Oh my I, was God. Like, I was like, the maid might think it's for her. <laughs> so <laughs> give to the maid service. <laughs> well, no, wow. I didn't think it was a gift. <laughs> I was it's worried she would take like, it. Like bright colored unicorn because I was like, she'll see it. It's fine. Like it's, the card, <laughs> the card with her name was like inside it. <laughs> so then. I moved it and I hid it under a sweater. <laughs> and she like set it off 
and then Nevermore's like, like, did you get your present? (laughs) It's like, what present? (laughs) Yep. Oh god. Anyway, uh, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. Oh god, I forgot about that. I can barely get the story out. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> Freaking dorks. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like, I'm a I huge dork. Spoiler alert. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that. Jocelyn's an idiot story. <laughs> to use to wrap up our notacular experience oh my gosh thank you guys so much for joining us this week it was a really fun really good episode i'm getting mascara all over the place right now (laughs) jules where can folks find you on the internet you can find me at jules rpg on twitter and you can find my other show at torrin think tank on uh, twitch and on thursday nights at eight o'clock central um and uh yeah it's it's kind of a show similar to this one um advice show for gamers with me and mark conan so definitely check it out perfect and evermore where can folks find you on the internet you can find me on twitter i'm at quota nevermore um i also haven't jules has an etsy i have an etsy yes you do jules has an etsy And Nevermore and Joss and I do stream creative stuff occasionally. So, um, Nevermore, your Etsy is? It's uh, geekasylum.etsy.com. Yes. Mine is uh, chainofjewels.etsy.com. Uh, and I'm and I am Jules open. is actually open. <laughs> I'm open. nothing in it yet. <laughs> We're getting you there. We're getting you there. Yeah. yeah. I don't have an Etsy. I'm just Joss Plays in all the places, including JossPlays.com, where you guys can uh, go to find episodes of this show, as well as links to everything that I do. If you'd like to send an email into the show, you can do so at demonspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us at demonspodcast on Twitter. And uh, don't forget to join the Discord, because that's where we have kind of up-to-the-minute, super awesome type conversations. There's a lot of back and forth that goes on, and a lot of people are probably struggling with the same things you are struggling with. So if you want to join in the conversation, go to discord.gg slash JossPlays. That's it. We're done. Thank you guys so much for hanging out this week. Uh, We will see you not next Tuesday. We will see you on the 25th. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll talk to you later.